Hello, and welcome to the Healthier Home Podcast. I'm your host, Tiffany Peterson. This podcast is for everyone who would like to create a healthier, happier home for themselves as well as their families. Each week, I will be joined by health and home experts who will share their tips and tricks with us on how to create a healthier home. Don't worry about taking notes as everything that is linkable from today's podcast as well as past podcasts can be found on the healthierhomepodcast.com. Hey everybody, welcome back to episode 8 of the Healthier Home Podcast. I hope you and your family are doing well as you continue to navigate this new world that we're all facing. I know that for my family, the sunshine has sure been helping us. Getting out in the afternoon after doing homeschooling in the morning has really helped everybody's sanity. And I'm on this major quest of tearing up half my backyard. So that helps a lot, getting out there and just digging in the dirt and um, getting excited to be able to make a huge perennial garden. Garden is definitely my happy place. And I'm sure you all have your happy place too. So hopefully you are connecting in with what makes you happy and spending time there each and every day. As we continue with our spring cleaning series, Today, we have the lovely Renee Reddick on the show, and we will be discussing spring cleaning your makeup. You know, maybe you're possibly getting out a little bit more, and maybe you might even be actually putting on a little bit of makeup. So let's talk about makeup and how we should be storing as well as cleaning our makeup and what makeup we should actually be using on our face that's healthy and safe for our skin. I had the pleasure of meeting Renee a few years back, and Renee is one of those people that just brings such warmth and friendship to everyone, and she makes everyone feel important and valued, and one way she does that is connecting through cosmetics and really truly making women feel beautiful. Renee loves meeting with her clients where they're at, and she'll come and she'll help you, and it's just amazing. She'll teach you all these wonderful tips and tricks on how to bring your inner beauty out. We even had a group here at my house, and it was just so much fun because Renee taught us all on how to use the right colors and how to apply makeup the right way and the correct way so that we could enhance our inner beauty through the use of makeup. I'm super excited to be able to bring Renee on the show, and I know you're just going to love all of her wonderful knowledge, tips, and tricks. Hi, Renee. Welcome to the show. Well, thank you. I feel so honored to be here with you and your guests today. Uh, Well, I think that we have the honor because you know a lot about spring cleaning your makeup and your skincare, and I know that our listeners are going to learn a lot today about taking care of their skin better and healthier this spring. I'm thrilled to be here. There's nothing I love more than to share wellness and uplifting messages about what's good for you, your skin, your body, um, just overall wellness and health. That's awesome. That's great. Well, as we're jumping into our um, section on spring cleaning, I thought we would start today with our makeup, talking about cleaning out makeup. A lot of people hold on to the makeup just like they hold on to their jewelry, and that's not necessarily something we should be doing, is it, Renee? Not with makeup, no. (laughs) Not with anything that your skin, your body can absorb. Right, exactly. So I know you have a funny story about this. Would you share your funny story about um, holding on to makeup? Yeah, it's, it's not so much a funny story, but it's more of a story where I felt that I must have some confidence and knowledge, and it shows about it. Because I did have an acquaintance friend um, appear to me at the school office, um, 
And she just approached me like I am some kind of clinical clinical physician or like <laughs> I, I deal with dermatology, which I don't. However, I'm just more knowledgeable and um, around skin care. Yeah, You've built that care. reputation Thank in our you. community. Thank yes. you so much. Well, so our so-called friend who's lovely and beautiful, she approached me just more in a, not kind of a panic because it was spring break. She's going on vacation and she's like, what is this on my face? And I look closer, and she's pointing to these little teeny bumps above her cheekbones. And I'm like, it looks like a reaction, like an allergy, or did you eat? I didn't realize she was asking me about skincare because right. even though I know about it, I, again, I'm not. Um, You're not a dermatologist. I'm not a dermatologist. Right, so right. She, what's on my face? So I'm like really looking at her face, trying to find something on her face. And then she's like, these bumps, these bumps. So I look closer, and I'm like, it just looks like a reaction. I had a reaction like that once when I tried a product that obviously the ingredients change or I have an allergy to or it's right. toxic. Mm -hmm. So I just said, you know, just take a look at what you're using in your cosmetic cabinetry right. as well as your skincare. And she's like, oh, I I have to tell you something. I'm like, should we step out of the office and talk about it in the hallway? So we went into the hallway of the school because I'm right. sure exactly. the not people don't need to hear all of Yeah, I'm sure that there's only one school like stuff. <laughs> yeah. not but, but we're having this deep conversation about it immediately. So it's really exciting. And so she goes, I have to tell you, I have been using the same makeup I got married in. Yeah. Over 10 years ago. Yeah. That's a long time to be using the same makeup. And I have to admit, I probably have things that I've held right. on to. Yeah. Thinking I spent all this money on it, so it's just in my drawers, but I'm not using it. Right. And I just said, please just throw it out or right. just don't touch it again because you're having a reaction. And then I said, when you get back from your trip, why don't we go through what it is that you use, see if your skin calms down, just use some clean mm -hmm. products, wash your face. But do not put that back on your face. Right, exactly. Don't touch even your child. Don't touch your dog. Don't touch anybody with that product because yeah. it's contaminated now. Right, exactly. And it's, it could be toxic. So, Well, we don't think about sometimes when we have these things in our drawers. And you're right. If you spent a lot of money or maybe you're not using that color per se, you think, oh, I'll just hold on to it. because. But we're rubbing that onto our face and then back onto, again, reapplying that. And a lot of people aren't cleaning out, which we'll talk in a minute about cleaning their makeup. So imagine the amount of bacteria and germs that can collect on makeup it's it can be quite disturbing I'm sure if we looked at it under a petri glass yeah and what I would like to share is <clears throat> today now it's really wonderful because there is makeup expirations on most products mm -hmm. I know for the company that I love to represent and share products with of unique we have literally have on each product whether it's a cleanser, a makeup, a blush, it will tell you how many months after opening the product should right. be good for. Yes. I understand when people try to max out a little more, a few extra weeks, extra month, but truly I think we should just start really paying attention to when products do expire that we are putting on our skin and, again, that our bloodstream, our body absorbs. Right, exactly. So I think maybe it would be great if we could go through some of those makeup items and how long – they're usually they last for. So would you be able to help us with that? I absolutely will. Um, so mascara, mascara. That's the big one, right? <laughs> we love our mascara, right, ladies? Yes. And um, some men too. But um, Tiffany, let me ask you, because <laughs> you're very knowledgeable, but let me ask you, how long do you think you should be you using your mascara? Now, I do get my mascara from you, so... <laughs> I, I got a bunch in the beginning, um, but I, I usually, seems like mine dry out bef 
pretty because we use I use it and it doesn't last for which I like because I, I get a new one probably by the time but I'm thinking three months maybe I think three months is a great answer is um, that wrong or right no it's absolutely right and um excuse me um, ophthalmologist. So yeah. even the mascara that I promote and share, it is ophthalmologist approved. Uh, on the label, there is a three to six month label on some of the eye products and three right. months is the mascara. Okay. Um, I Good do you understand that there are those that are like, well, I only use it every so often. Here's the thing we have to think about. That product is near our eyes. Right. There is what is in our eyes, on our lashes. I kind of don't even want to go there right now yet. Right. What I've learned that can right. be on your lashes. Some right. of you may already know. Well, if you touch your um, eyes and you rub your eyes, anything that's yeah. on your hands, and and you're not sharing, obviously, your mascara right. either. Right. I have now a teenage daughter who's 14 and wears a little bit of mascara, and so she has stolen two of my oh. mascaras, which now are hers because she's used them on her eyes, which yeah. I don't think is great because my eyes were, like, lashes were on at first, but I'm not going to have it back from her. So the she bacteria. Keeps, yeah, she keeps stealing mascara from me. Yeah, so, so I need to a- hook her up with using, and I think sometimes, and we'll talk about this again later on, and as you guys know, I talk about my kids a lot with this stuff. We all think about our children, and, you know, when I was a kid, I used whatever product. It could be cheap or whatever, but mm-hmm. with our teenage girls – they are, our bodies are so much more sensitive. So we need to be especially vigilant on them using good products too. So not, you know, not sharing and things like that because their bodies are very sensitive. Well, you want to know an interesting fact, um, which I'm sure you already know, but I'd love to share with your listeners is 26 seconds. That is all it takes for chemicals applied on skin to enter our bloodstream. So basically our skin absorbs 60% of what we put on it, whether Mm -hmm. that's a lotion, a cosmetic, any of that. The danger is not so much in using just that chemical product once in a while. It's the danger is usually using them regularly every day. So there are some, whether it's makeup, which I'm discussing, um, whether it's your BB cream, whether it's your mascara, whether it's those core items. I'm saying that when you have a night out and you're just going to put some eyeshadow on, but the ones that use daily, right? like taking a vitamin, (laughs) right? that what is in that product, in that vitamin, that long-term effect is what happens. Exactly. And I think you're right. And I'd like to dive into that a little bit more too here in a second once we talk about cleaning out our makeup, because I know you and I are passionate about it, so we're already (laughs) jumping there. But before we get into that, because yes, obviously our makeup needs to be clean. And I'm the one that opened up that can of worm talking about my teenager. We we found out mascara, three months. Now, what after mascara... What are some other products? Well, we're still talking about our eyes, right? Yeah. So what else do you put on your eyes? Like eyeliner? Uh, eyeshadow? I, eyeshadow. I think about eyeshadow. I, and this one really yeah. hurts me because I buy sometimes palettes, mm-hmm. and they're not cheap. And, you know, um, not always. I, I have one from you that wasn't, like, super expensive. And I have another one that was a little bit more expensive, and I know I probably need to get rid of it, but it makes so, me sad. Well, no, so, again, like, there is – there is that expiration date on it. Mm-hmm. But the general rule is, again, how often you're using it. Right. So an eyeliner. If you're using an eyeliner like all week or every few weeks, you're using it consistently enough, then let's really be smart about it and mm-hmm. say maybe six months. Right. Okay. Um, however, those beautiful, lovely eye palettes, the ones that last for years, because right. I have those too, um, I would say most of them will say 24 months on them. Okay. Because um, you're consistently you're not consistently using it, and if you are consistently using it, it's going to be gone. It's going to be gone right. by it's time, gonna, right. the expiration. However, there is, um, I know you and I were love to chat about things we discover, and one time I have a 
good friend. She's an ER nurse in Virginia, and she also shares um, cosmetics. And she told me about Lisperol alcohol, which is an alcohol, I believe it's like a 91% um, where it actually will help disinfect. Right. So the bacteria or anything. So for example, someone like me, when I'm doing some of these uplifting moments where I'm doing some girls makeup or some women, and I have to do various eyes, I will spray the Lisperol alcohol. It dries immediately. It disinfects. It's not toxic, but it is a, a killer of any bacteria. kind of bacteria. And that's great because then that can preserve mm-hmm. your eyeshadow. And that's, for you a can do that longer. at home. I put yeah. it in a little spray bottle and I just spray my powders yeah. and uh, eyeshadows. So where definitely, do you get that type oh of Oh gosh, I, any any market. Okay. I mean, it probably costs $2 for a big bottle of it. Yeah. It's kind of, yeah. you know, kind of near the astringents and all right. that in the grocery yeah. stores or in Whole Foods or any of that. Okay, but that's Lis- great. Lisperol. Lisperol. Okay, that's great because that will definitely help you keep those eyeshadows a little bit longer. Okay, so we've talked about mascara eyeshadows now what what's next well because i love asking you what you think (laughs) um so base makeup skin that goes on your face um definitely a six to twelve months depending on how often you're using it again there will be an expiration um but i know a lot of women especially like to have their base on every day and again whether that's a bb cream like a tinted moisturizer a liquid foundation a pressed powder um sure you can use that lisperol alcohol on the pressed powder however if the expiration date is not on there something every day six to 12 months okay yeah no and i definitely think like i have bb cream and And only for your skin only lasting probably about that long anyways and think about those sponges like how are you applying are you using brushes what tools are you using brushes which we'll talk about sponges yeah sponges freak me out sponges in any form don't share a sponge. Don't use a sponge. So let's <laughs> – okay, don't use sponges. We'll talk about that in a second. So about cleaning out your um, tools. So all right, so we've talked about – is anything else? So eyeliner, did you say eyeliners? About I, I think because it's near your eye, again, like mascara, six yeah, months. that's what I would think too. Okay, anything else? Um, I definitely think anything like that touches your mouth, um, like lipstick, lip gloss, Please, only your mouth. Uh, that's the thing. Like, this is these expirations are based on non sharing the products with your kids, with a friend. Right. You know, we're going to have an awesome girls' night out. You forgot your lipstick. Well, guess what? <laughs> Unless I cut off that top of the lipstick, you right. know what I mean? Or you have your alcohol with you to spray yes, it. <laughs> yes. Um, then, then, you know, but I would say about share. 24 months at the okay. most for that. Okay. All right. Good to know. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Okay. Well, that's great. So, expirations, making sure you're cleaning out your makeup. It is not like your jewelry that you're going to hold on to as an heirloom and keepsake get rid of it because it expires yes chuck it in the bucket i mean yeah start fresh it's springs coming here aren't you excited don't you want refreshing colors yes Yes. but just throw it out let's start fresh yeah and maybe if you really aren't using makeup as much maybe be really conscious when you buy don't buy so much right buy littler Mm -hmm. amounts and things like that yeah buy and think about what you're going to use in that period of time versus getting a ton yes if there's anything i've learned i'm more of a like a self-taught for being a makeup artist is that um you really don't use all the things that everybody else uses know what is for you like you said just because there's a collection that has all these things right why do you think you have all these things in your drawer or in your makeup cabinet it's because you don't use all those things and maybe someday you're going to use a pore minimizer you don't have big pores right so give it to somebody Donate right. it yeah. or toss it Just right. or say, no, thank you. I don't need this. Yes, exactly. You know, I mean, when people are thinking about their makeup, just like with anything, it's not better to have more, right? So just less is keep better. less is better. Good so quality. in your makeup, 
And I think about the big palette that I keep on thinking about. I that love is that not <laughs> No, the other palette, the one that you gave me, I love too. Yeah. That one's not the one. I, this other one, I don't use 75% of those colors because yeah. they're not my colors. You know, I have light blue mm-hmm. eyes and you've helped me out knowing mm-hmm. what colors to use and stuff. And so some of them just drain me, like make me look washed out. So I don't even use them. So Well, maybe that's chance- where you can mm-hmm. use a for alcohol and just reserve those colors for your daughters. Yeah. You know, maybe have their own makeup brush, their own right. eyeshadow brush for those colors. Yeah. But definitely if it, maybe you apply it onto them with their brushes or yeah. you use that for alcohol and they don't touch the palette right. until they're able to be that responsible. Well, that's smart. That's, that's a very... That way it's not a waste. Consumable. That's mm-hmm. a little bit smarter, right? Or use it for Halloween. Just <laughs> Absolutely. Put on your face, face paint. You could add, um, yeah, there's so much you could do with, if it's mineral based, there's a lot you could do. So that's good. Yeah. But making sure you clean it out. Okay. So we've cleaned out our makeup Mm -hmm. um, in the sense that we are getting rid of the stuff we're not using and we've minimized the amount of the tools that we need. Now let's talk about cleaning. We started talking about this with the alcohol, the powders and cleaning out the makeup. But what about those brushes? I have a new set that's probably, oh gosh, I don't know. I have 10 different brushes and I now use a foundation brush, and that's the one I really think about because it's it's a mineral, like, you know, it's liquid, and I'm putting it on my face. So that one wigs me out the most probably. But how are you cleaning out your brushes? Okay, so what I love is one that you're bringing up the tools and cleaning the tools because it's one thing to have a product that possibly could have bacteria. Can you imagine what's in your makeup brushes? Oh, my gosh, um, no, not at all. I have to tell you, people are wonderful with their tools. They keep them in their pouches or together, but there's just a lot of coloring or caked on kind of a bristle. And the thing is, you got to think about whatever is on those brushes, you are putting it on your makeup. So now you're also basically contaminating contaminating that product right and you're dealing with oils sometimes and and oils from your face and with those powders mm -hmm. which then creates biofilm which then is a breed for bacteria and you get into my world of cleaning (laughs) right and that's just nasty stuff well and then you apply it to your face so you have a clean face probably before you're applying your makeup you just put dirt on you just (laughs) bacteria i don't know this cycle is gonna be a cycle it's gonna be pretty gross so let's start with cleaning our brushes and for those of you that are like oh my gosh i forgot to clean my brushes i always say i'm going to i don't know how or this one fell apart or you know i thought it was just soap and water so soap is great um bacteria can grow on dirty makeup brushes and cause breakouts or other skin issues. So at least once a week, clean your brushes if you are applying makeup weekly. I am someone who applies makeup daily to myself and others. And there are products out there like, for example, Unique has this an amazing brush cleaner. It's mm-hmm. an essential oil based. That's great. Not only is it essential oil based and, and um, great for you to apply to your product and your skin is it dries your brushes immediately so the that's way huge for, yeah so because huge. you want that when you clean when we think about we have this dishcloth in norex that's got holes in it uh-huh. and people always are like why are you going to use that with dishes and the reason is it's surface area if you want it to dry as fast as possible because if it doesn't dry quickly like when people use sponges to clean their dishes then you have an area for collecting bacteria so same thing with your brushes mm-hmm. you want them to dry fast fast right Mm -hmm. because what happens if they don't drive fast bacteria comes and parties (laughs) yes and so when you look at your brush like let's say 
you're looking at your brush right now, while the bristles are down deep in how it's made and with the glue, et cetera, well, that's where the water is going to travel down. And if you're not tipping the brush upside down Mm. to dry, Mm. so that means you're hanging it off of like a towel rack or laying it down flat somewhere. But if you're not giving it the attention it needs, bacteria will grow. That's really smart to think about that is that where the bristles Bristles. 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 I'm like, <laughs> the bristles collect on that, that head, right? Mm-hmm. If down in there are crevices, mm-hmm. and if you're drying mm-hmm. them with the brushes up because you don't want to, like, whatever, harm them, it's going to keep all that liquid down in there. So you have to turn them or lay them so they're kind of at least, you know, diagonally a little bit so that they can drain out. Super smart. Yes, and I discovered that. I mean, it, does, it doesn't necessarily happen immediately, but one good way of knowing that your brushes are ready to be replaced is if the bristles are actually starting to fall out. Yeah. Um, that's just showing that that glue down there is too soft, or meaning whatever's holding the bristle right, base. Right, right. Um, but something's going on down there that you can't see, and it, if it comes creeping out, it's not good. <laughs> <laughs> you got some creepy. Like little amounts, mm-hmm. yeah. You got little yeah. holes for some critters to yeah, collect. Yeah. So, so regardless, whether you're using like a baby shampoo, I mean, you could. There's so much you can do. I just really love this. I it's like the biggest gift was when Unique came out with this essential oil. Like, I love the idea of using essential oils. Yeah, that's great. It disinfects and dries. That's great. Well, now we're talking about. So we've talked about brushes. We've talked about the powders using the alcohol. So now let's talk about, in the sense of when we think about cleaning all these things what about the things that touch your face too well your pillowcase and your phone because sometimes we think about breaking out well those things also need to be cleaned so you know I talk to people about pillowcases sometimes and how it can be as dirty as your toilet I mean think about your pillowcase disgusting and if you have a kid that doesn't wash their hair you know it's like ooh, you know like as often as they should you need to be washing those pillowcases because your face is going and we talk about a lot of like you know, acne and stuff like that. If you have a teenager with a lot of oil, you've got to really be making sure that you're changing out those pillowcases weekly. And um, Norx has a product that I talked about, I think, um, with Kathleen. It's these, um, we have sheets that have silver in them. Oh, yeah. yeah. So we, I'm, I'm saving up for those sheets. I know, I haven't bought them yet either. But you can get the pillowcases too. So if you do, you do have a teenager or someone who deals with acne, that's a great idea too to mm-hmm. keep that bacteria load down. But. And what an important time for them to learn hygiene. I have mm-hmm. a, I'm have a boy mom, and I will tell you, my 10-year-old son right now, he is learning to wash his face. Yeah. And when mom says, hey, it's time to change a pillowcase, okay, you know, like right. he's understanding that because he's had a little bit of um, just recently um, – the like dry skin yeah uh-huh. and so I put this like vitamin E oil and he's like wow it's really working and I said you just got to put good things on your skin to repair it but right. it got damaged whether it's dry or whether it's right you know gritty mm-hmm. but I think it's such an important time for our children to learn before they're teenagers right to important skin hygiene I have yeah. so I have my 14 year old and then I have my 13 year old who has some special needs so she's kind of more developmentally like a 10 or 11 year old and so we've been really working on hygiene she just got braces too so it's oh. like boot camp <laughs> boot camp time She's... for her you know it's all about hygiene so washing your face at night like we think about brushing our teeth every night well we need to be washing our face and not what did you say I think one time about if you keep makeup on what is that oh, like yeah. how does so that the, age your well, face so the general rule is if you basically go to bed without <clears throat> washing your face and have makeup on you age your skin about a week every time Wow. So that's important. I don't really mm-hmm. want to look older. So mm-hmm. important to be washing your face. Well, it's not even looking older. It's damaging your skin, yeah, your cells, exactly. no Free growth, radicals. Mm-hmm. you know, for ex- when they exfoliate. Um, but I think it's, I think what's so great since we touched base about children is they want to learn. 
I mean, do. Yeah. So let's give them the tools. Let's teach them. And it could be something as simple as like, oh gosh, I'm going to go there right now with the whole coronavirus. Like right now, <laughs> I have heard so many conversations from my son about washing his hands. Right. And oh, yeah. he is so excited to wash his hands. He's counting down. I heard, we're, I'm like, we got to go. We're getting ready to go to school. I got to drop you off. And I hear this 30... 29, <laughs> 28. And I'm giving him his privacy because he's 10. I don't want to like yeah, just bust him. I'm yeah. like, buddy. I'm like, oh. I'm like, are you washing your hands? He goes, yes, I'm washing my hands. So, but I mean, come yeah, on, that that's, is the one thing that's good that's, that's coming out of this virus is that <laughs> my son, who is awful, awful at washing his hands, is now They're like telling me it. that it, I mean, they are at their school on it, which I They're am so appreciative about because Thank it's really. You. Thank you, thank you. Because um, they are. They're all about the hygiene, which is so important for your skin, for your hands, for your face. And when you were talking earlier about how immediately when we touch something and it gets in our bloodstream, I sometimes with clients I'll have, I'll rub it, like I'll tell them to rub some garlic on their foot just to tell them how quickly toxins in their homes can, and within 20 seconds they can taste that garlic. Oh, yeah. So it's just, it's extremely fast. So thinking about what we're touching and what we're putting on our bodies, um, super important. So when we wash our face, you were talking about this too when we were talking earlier about not only is to wash your face, but to also first remove that makeup because sometimes you need a little bit of something that's going to break down like a fat of some kind to help break down the, that makeup. Yeah, so I definitely recommend, um, it's kind of like the pre-wash, okay? So <laughs> <laughs> it's whether it's the, the dishwasher or the washing machine or any of that or the right. car wash. Um, here's the thing, we only get our skin once, right? So like other than exfoliating our skin or skin regenerating in that right. sense, this is our skin for our lifetime. And what happens is when we do a pre-wash, so whether it's like an emollient base, it could even be something as simple as coconut oil. Right. I love or, coconut oil. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, or it could be like an emollient-based makeup remover that you buy. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, it can be more of one of the um, like wipes, like a cloth. I'm not right. talking about a baby wipe. I'm not right. talking. I'm talking about an actual makeup remover cloth, right. a more natural based cleansing right. cloth. Yeah, um, and definitely natural based. Like, oh my gosh, Unique has these amazing ones that I love, and we just changed the ingredients to cucumber and rosemary. Oh, but nice. it would be like jojoba, vitamin E. Yeah. And this cloth, I have it on my nightstand, especially for the nights when I'm, I know I'm having wine and I might not make it to the bathroom that night to wash my face with my Sonicare and my cleansers. I literally, literally have it with. my my contact case (laughs) and I'll just cleanse my face and bed and take out my contacts and I'm all good. Yeah. (laughs) But anyways, um, then you could do like um, an oil makeup remover. I know a lot of people like something more like the oil makeup removers as well. So whether it's a um, makeup remover cloth, uh, liquid, or a emollient base. And I do think it's important to, especially with mascara, getting that off and using some kind of oil to break down the mascara so it can come off your face. Because, you know, I use typically to wash my face a Norex cloth, but I like to use coconut oil first on my face and then get that off and then follow up by cleaning my face with the Norex cloth. Yes, sure. and then the, the key to that as well as the cleanser is once you have that makeup removed, now the pro, now the cleanser or the right. cloth can do its job and get to your pores right, and exactly. clean your skin right, and do exactly. its job. And did you know one thing I love, I've been doing so much more in the evenings, is that our skin repairs itself mainly in the evenings. Oh, interesting. So if you're going to do like your washing, your serums, your masks, any of those nourishing products that you put your night creams, anything that you love, I look at, I think of it as my indulgement time, but your skin is repairing, regenerates, 
in the evenings. Oh, so nice. that is the best time. So wash your face at night. Like that makes sense. That yeah, makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Wash your face at night. Well, and really it's all that time, you know, when you sleep, you're regenerating your brain. Like it washes Everything. itself. Everything cleanses at night. So your body. great idea to get into some of those self-care um, mm-hmm. habits and some fun luxurious things mm-hmm. is, you know, putting on some of those fun masks and things and like that too. Another fun, uh, well, I shouldn't say fun, but another product that I know a lot of us ladies have been loving over the last five years is a lash serum. And I tend to use the lash serum I have because it's more of a healthy lash serum with the ingredients in the evenings as well. Yeah. So while my skin is also repairing itself, my lashes are being nourished. Right, exactly. Making sure, and we'll talk about that in a second, about using what kind of serums to be using with that because there's a lot of good things that actually are preventative and nourishing to the body versus reactive and causing concern. So, okay, so we just went through um, kind of um, we've cleaned out our makeup, we've cleaned our makeup, we've cleaned our face. Now let's talk about cleaning out our makeup in the sense of getting rid of stuff that's not clean. And you have a funny story about <laughs> well, this. Well, it's more of a comment. I, <laughs> I think these are all funny, <laughs> maybe because we were being silly earlier. Well, I don't know. you know, yes. Um, but I, I was with a, a special lady in my life, and she's um, from a generation, you know, parent, parents' generation. Mm-hmm. And I, it was so cute. I I went through this past year of like the whole 30 and eating clean and just finding right. for my body mm-hmm. inflammation, things like that. Not necessarily for a diet, but for inflammation. And when I, when I was telling her about that, she told me that she thought eating clean was that I was washing my food more. Right. <laughs> and bless her heart. Yeah. I, that's when I stopped and really thought, if there's anything I can do, I am not a makeup snob. I just enjoy products and makeup that really enhance your natural and inner beauty right. a beautiful way. Like right. you don't have to use a ton of products. You don't have to cake it on. Right. I mean, ladies, you want to enhance yeah, and even nourish. Men, you know, we're just we're beautiful, and right. let let our natural beauty come through. And right. I just felt when that comment was made, it almost touched me in the sense of I'm so grateful that I got into wellness and that my eyes were more open and I'm more open into, well, heck, you got me with an Rx. Like, I love it. I revamped everything. Like, chemicals are out. Everything's clean, safe, non-toxic. Same thing again. What and you, you know what? You, on make, your skin. Yeah. you make a good point. And I probably shouldn't say funny, but we were being silly earlier. But yeah. when you when I hear it now, I'm like, okay, that sounds like I'm this ruthless, mean person. But no, no, no. It's no, really no, funny. Like, no, it was funny in the way that you were talking about yeah. it. But it is true. We're all on our journey, right? And yeah. if you had asked me 10 years ago, clean, I would have probably thought the same thing. Yeah. You know, it's just where you are in your journey. And now when you talk about clean makeup, clean food, we know that because we are on this journey, that means we're cutting out the junk yes. that isn't good for us and yes. isn't nourishing and isn't healthy. Yes, we're not taking right. it under the faucet. Yeah, I we're mean- not rinsing it really well. Though that's important <laughs> too. Really- Maybe not with your powder. That might make a big old mess. But So let's talk about as we clean out um, our makeup, some of the things that we want to avoid in our products that we're using. Oh, First man. of all, colors artificial colors right absolutely Mm -hmm. we don't want to have any of those we want to have things that are based on minerals plant extracts right that kind of thing fruit Mm -hmm. yeah we don't want to have dye colors red whatever number or blue or yellow or anything Mm -hmm. like that those are things that are harmful if we eat them and they're harmful if we stick them on our face so kick colors to the curb um fragrance this is a big one 
like the word natural flavorings is for food. It's a toilet bowl for them to put their trade secrets, anything and everything under that word. It's definitely a cover-up word. It's a cover-up word. It does not necessarily even mean fragrance. It could be urine Mm -hmm. for all we know. It can be anything and everything in this it's like it says, smells like lavender. <laughs> <laughs> smells like lavender, but it's manufactured in Chicago in big old stacks of smoke. Yeah, that has yeah. nothing to do with lavender. Right. Um, and I think that's really surprising. When I first learned that, I was shocked. Mm-hmm. You know, you think, oh, lavender, there has to be lavender in there. No, there's people in lab coats that are making that product smell like lavender and has nothing to do with it. I just it. don't get why they just don't use the well, I think, I, mean, I, I think just, it's probably the cost factor, right? right? Really, it's the cheaper way, but you're paying more sometimes for those cheap products mm-hmm. that are really not good for you mm-hmm. and are really extremely toxic. So mm-hmm. stay away from fragrance. It doesn't, there should be no fragrance in your makeup unless like there's an essential oil that's benefiting your skin somehow or soothing something. We also, preservatives, right? Do you want to keep your makeup stay on the shelf longer so what do they put in it they put in preservatives like what do you think what are you talked about we were talking about this before the frog stuff oh my gosh yes but you have to say that word for me formaldehyde <laughs> thank you <laughs> you're like oh my gosh that's yes not, that's not like saying lanolin you know like it's lanolin not. is just such a nice no. sentence. try it say it yes lanolin isn't that nice on your tongue it's like lanolin. <laughs> Isn't that nice? <laughs> it's not formaldehyde. Yes, it's or... Formaldehyde. Okay, so this this is my story about formaldehyde. First of all, everybody remembers formaldehyde from science class, right? The frogs, yes. the dissection, the disgustingness smell. The fact of thinking formaldehyde has any way of in, in your makeup is just absolutely repulsive to me. Do you want this on your skin? Remember that she part? Because he's just like, he's kind of mortified that they have to do that. And yeah. Like it's not... You know, yeah, it is part of the curriculum. <laughs> it is part of the curriculum, but I do think that people don't think about the fact that formaldehyde is in cosmetics, in a oh. lot of regular cosmetics. Well, Another heck, thing, even, um, the best asbestos. Uh, yes, we were talking about that earlier. Claire's with asbestos. Okay, what the heck? All right, first of all, here's another <laughs> little soapbox. Teen girls, like their bodies are developing. So when we are developing the fastest, when we were babies and when we we're teens, our bodies are the most susceptible to chemicals. Like they can have the most damage. So hormonal girls and or even prepubescent, you know, boys, no way should they be having anything near. And so when you think about girls and getting them their first makeup and letting them go to the dollar store or Claire's or whatever, just say no. Like no, because it's cheap stuff. It's fake for sure has just dyes in it. And asbestos, like what the heck is asbestos doing in Claire's makeup? When you're giving presents or when your kid is getting presents from their friends, not necessarily is that stuff you want on your kid. So when you're donating those items that she can't keep. <laughs> Sometimes you... I tell her that I'm going to do- donate them to like Goodwill or something. Most of the time they end up in the trash. Because then okay, I'm like, good. I don't want to give it to I'm, somebody else. I don't like, know how you're conscious being no, so wellness minded when no. you donate. Like I'm not going to go give it to. <laughs> I, I like that people that like, with going to the toilet. <laughs> yeah, like with chemicals, they're like, so what are you going to do with those chemicals? I'm like, uh, I don't know. You can donate them, I guess. Or, you know, do it on your spring day cleanup community thing. And I don't know. We've talked so much about all these chemicals and spring cleaning, but I will tell you something, Renee, something that you are amazing at is just, I mean, you know skin and you know like makeup. And I'll tell you guys, Renee has made me feel so good about applying my makeup. 
I learned how to make, put makeup on maybe in high school. I don't even know when. And it was we like, didn't, we didn't learn. The right I'm not way. sure what I learned, but <laughs> it was great. Renee taught us a bunch of us ladies and she's really been my guide and my little Thank sensei you. on the whole makeup and how to do it. And she's such a beautiful face and a beautiful heart. And I know that if you are wanting to kind of um, reboot and kind of find your way with makeup and how to wear it where you're feeling healthy and not kicking it on, but really showing your inner beauty in a natural, healthy way. How would our listeners connect with you, Renee? Well, there's various ways. I'm definitely involved in the community. I have various people just come up and ask me. I love that the most. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. I am, again, I'm, I'm not a professional makeup artist. I'm literally self-taught, but I feel like the honesty part of it is what's key. I mean, let's be honest. What do we really need as women? What do we really need to feel good about? Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I do represent independent presenter with unique products. I do have a website. Um, I'm also revamping, excuse me, my website. So right now it would be like uh, www.uniqueproducts.com/reneer. Yeah. But instead of doing that, you can find me on Facebook. Right. <laughs> you could just shoot me a text or give me a okay. call or just knock on my door. Right. An easier way that you can also yeah. connect with Renee is through the Healthier Home podcast. Click on Renee, her cute little face, oh, and there's you. information and right a... there. You can Yay. contact her through that. That probably might be even the easiest That's unless the you live in the community, you know who she is, <laughs> which I'm sure there will be people all over the country, maybe even different places in other yeah. countries that might need to connect with you, and that probably might be the easiest. But, yes, um, great information today, and I just want to thank you so much for coming on. Well, thank you very much, and my mission is definitely to uplift, empower, and validate other women and those around the world and here locally, and I'm starting to do so much with giving Girl Scouts some tips and some little how-to applications for clean cosmetics for your daughters. And ladies, I really do appreciate you. I also really love how we're opening our minds to health and wellness. Mm -hmm. I feel like that is why we're thriving more today. And it's just beautiful. It is beautiful. And you're beautiful, dear. Thank you. So blessed to have you in my life. All right, everybody. Well, have a wonderful, healthy day. And we will talk soon. wraps up this week's episode of the Healthier Home Podcast. Thank you so much for listening today. If you have any questions, comments, or thoughts, please share with us online at thehealthierhomepodcast.com. Did you find today's show helpful in creating a healthier home? If so, please help us spread the word by leaving us a review in your favorite podcast app. And while you're there, make sure to subscribe to the Healthier Home Podcast so you don't miss any upcoming episodes. Until next week, may your home be filled with health, happiness, and love. Bye for now.